Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Welcome to our Supernatural Friday podcast. Pastor Tim Karskatton here, Christian Sinistry Report. Coming to you five days a week, sharing the good news of the kingdom of God. Well, it's our Shabbat Shalom podcast, and we're going to share miracles that are happening for Israel during the war. Not just this one, but past wars. That's how God shows up to help them. Shabbat Shalom. Shalom, shalom, everybody. Welcome. You made it to our Friday podcast. It is the 24th day of November 2023, 1124, 24-11 if you're in the nations, do a little bit backwards. But it is a day of rejoicing. Well, as we know, Israel's at war. We're covering them and praying. And so today we'll share some testimonies of miracles that the Israeli army has experienced through not just this war, but other wars as well, as we found a rabbi who shares these stories. And we'll have a purpose in that here in just a little while. Uh, this week, as you know, we shared um, what month we're in. We're in the ninth month of the biblical calendar. Kesslev, the dreams are being activated. I hope that was helpful to you, just giving some insight and praying for you. Please uh, keep us important. If you have some dreams, especially that are very prophetic, for the nations or for America, whatever, you can send those to us at uh, PIP at ChristianCenterShreeport.com if they're about America, or if they're not, you can send them to info at ChristianCenterShreeport.com if they're uh, prophetic for the nations as well. We love those dreams, and maybe we help you interpret them a little bit. Uh, if they're profound, we want to use them and pray into them. All dreams are important, but we want to make sure that we walk them out if their Lord's speaking to us in this hour, okay? And then, um, of course, um, yesterday I shared, because it was our Thanksgiving Day, uh, the history of our nation. I hope that uh, encouraged you. And for those in the nations, believe the same thing for your nation, that it would return to its roots where God established his ways in our nations. Well, today we are going to share some testimonies from a rabbi who tells these stories of how there was angelic encounters and other ways that the Lord helped the Israeli army in these battles in Gaza and Lebanon and other places. So listen to these, be inspired, and then we're going to pray for them, and we're going to also pray for a supernatural intervention for the days ahead. All right, let's listen to this great testimony. The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I want to end off and just tell you an unbelievable concept that took place at that time in the war of Gaza. And I heard this. I heard this from my brother who runs a yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael called Yesod, nicknamed Last Stop, who had actually one of the guys in his yeshiva who was one of the commanders of a very elite group. And this group was sent into Gaza. And this was a point where Gaza already was cleared out. 
and the only people remained behind were only the worst and the most dangerous of terrorists, and they were sitting and waiting to continue fighting the war against Israel. And listen to what this commander says. This commander says that he was given the orders to enter a certain block in Gaza. Now, at that time, you have to understand, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. When a city goes dark and it becomes like a ghost town and it literally became the battlefield itself, you have to appreciate the fact that there's nothing around, not even the animals. You know, the animals have a sixth sense. And this is studies show this many times that on the impending danger, they already know that they're running off and they're nowhere to be found. They've seen this by volcanoes. They've seen this by hurricanes where from the animals and their reaction, they have a sense for danger, impending danger, as even way before it takes place. There was nothing moving in Gaza. No humans, no animals, nothing. And here was this platoon of Israeli soldiers with this commando, the head commander standing in front of the group, entering this empty block. As Israeli intelligence were told that on this block in one of the basements, was one of the largest stashes of explosives and C4 that was being used against Israel. And their mission was that they were going to somehow or other infiltrate the block, find out which building, which house, which basement the goods were being stashed, and to be able to take out the terrorists and to be able to detonate and to disarm them from all these explosives. You can imagine what type of mission this was. This was literally a life and death mission. And the commander says over that he hasn't slept in close to 36 hours. And it was hard for him to even see a few feet in front of him. He was constantly blinking, making sure that he had proper vision. And there they entered this empty block. In the front, there was a commander holstering his life. Right behind him, there was the man behind him with his hand on his shoulder. Behind him was another man with his hand on his shoulder. Behind him was another guy with his hand on his shoulder. And this is the way they went down the block, arm in arm, one at a time, literally as one unit, as a chain, all linked together, trying to come up with any direction that they may jump out on them. And they walked very quietly down this block. As they started coming down this empty street, the commander suddenly saw something incredible. This white dove comes flying off of the roof of one of the buildings on a city that the animals have been long gone. This white dove flies right down the middle of the street as if it's coming in front of the commander and his platoon of Israeli soldiers. And then to make matters even more crazy, this white dove lands in midair right in front of the commander's face. And it flaps its wings and hovers right in the air. And the commander's looking at this bird, and he's blinking as if to try to make sure he's not hallucinating. And he knows he hasn't slept in 36 hours, but this doesn't seem right. And the bird literally looks like it's floating in middle of midair. And he, he just can't make out what's going on. So with the, with the tip of his rifle, he starts leaning forward to nudge the bird with his rifle. And just when he was about to touch the bird, the guy behind him with his hand on his shoulder pulls him back. And that was a sign not to take another step. The commander didn't move. He froze. And then when he took a second look, he saw exactly why. As his eyes refocused, he saw that this white dove wasn't hovering and floating in middle air, midair, but rather it landed on a very thin tripwire going right across the entire street. 
if he would have taken one more step, he would have tripped that wire later to find out that that wire was connected to enough C4 and explosives to blow the entire block with all the Israeli soldiers. He looked back at that dove as literally the bird looked back at him. The bird flew off and the entire platoon was saved. We don't know the tripwires that are coming at us this year, but we do know that every time Boreolam sends us a little white dove that lands on those little dangerous places and screams to us, open your eyes, look what's happening, look what's coming at us. This is not a time to be status quo. We need to react. We need to get the wake-up call and the message. Kalal Israel. This is a time for tefillah. This is a time that tomorrow morning, starting tonight, we pray with minyanim. We don't miss a minyan. This is a time that our Shemirat Shabbat gets better. This is a time where we learn an extra few minutes of Torah on our study. And if we haven't been learning Torah, now's the time to find the shul, the fiyomi shiur, something that will enable Kalal Israel and the Haganah which is our Torah that's magne umatzle, to continue to protect us so that finally we'll be zocheh, that no matter what's coming at us the coming year, Bore Olam will finally shine on us. The Geulah Krova, finally it'll come the moment where we'll see and we'll be able to say, Tzarotenu, die. You know, uh, my prayer, what a great story, first of all. <laughs> the dove we know represents the Holy Spirit protecting those soldiers from utter disaster in that situation. There's many of these stories. That's just one. Uh, I heard another one, and I may play that later, where uh, um, an angel appears and helps them out of a tunnel. On and on it goes. God has been faithful to them. Now, with all these signs, it says the Scripture says that the Jews believe a sign. And I know they believe that the Lord helped them in that situation. But now let's begin to believe that not only will they recognize that he is protecting them, but also that he is the Spirit now. He is the Holy Spirit that has come, and that their hardening of their heart would be broken and that they would soften their hearts. As it says in Ezekiel, take a heart of stone and make it a heart of flesh. That's my prayer for Israel. This rabbi, I mean, obviously he's, he's a rabbi and he's, asking everybody to go to the shul, to the synagogue, and learn Torah. I get that. But the fact is, they need to go and recognize that our Messiah, Yeshua, was in the synagogues as well, except he was giving a new covenant, a new life, a new hope for the future. And that is our prayer for Israel. As Romans 11 says, that when the fullness of the Gentiles comes in, God turns his heart to Israel, and all of Israel will be saved. And this is our passion, that they will look upon the one they pierced and recognize him and say, oh, he is the Messiah. May it happen in the days ahead. May in this encounter of the war this happen. I had a vision when we started praying for the war when it started, and I saw people all across Israel, not just Jews, but Arabs and others, begin to have dreams and visions and begin to see the Lord Jesus, Messiah, Yeshua, appear to them and them have an encounter with the Lord, their Savior. That's my heart's cry. And on this Shabbat, on this Supernatural Friday, 
I want you to come into agreement with me. Uh, And not only for them, but for all who are standing with the covenant purposes of God in that land. To think about that story, but to also think about how many times we don't even know that God has kept us safe. It tells us in the, the Gospels that, you know, when you're born, when you're young, you were given angels to guard you, oversee you. There's no scripture that says they ever stopped. So, you know, we believe that with all our heart that these angels are still working uh, with us and for us. We still have these assigned angels who protect. How many times have you uh, realized you could have died in a car wreck or something horrible could have happened and you got sick or whatever? And these uh, angelic realm hosts that God sends to us uh, are there for us. You don't always know that. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you know there was a hand. I'm, I remember Jesse Duplantis I was in a car wreck. He wasn't saved. His mom was praying for him, for his salvation. But uh, he uh, his head-on collision or something, I can't remember. But he said as he hit this other car, he felt an arm come across his chest and hold him in his seat and while the accident was happening. That's the protection that comes from the Lord. And he survived, obviously, got saved, and now he's a minister of the gospel. And I know that, especially when we we are not saved, we're not born again, we need even greater protection. Because at least when you're saved, if something horrible were to happen, you're going to be with the Lord. When you're not, there's no hope. So that's, to me, these angels work whether they're saved or unsaved. So when we look at the Jewish people, the soldiers, we must recognize that obviously most of them are not born again, but their angels and the angels of heaven have come. God even speaks to the animals. I think the best part of that story was they were gone, but one came back. I think about the ark when the dove went out, brought the, uh, the olive branch. Wow. So there was an ark of safety there for them as well. Isn't that a great story? May the Lord do the same for you as well, uh, whatever you're going through, whatever battles you're in that God's grace would be upon you and you'd recognize that God is making a way for you, for your family, everybody that you're walking with to walk in this safety, that he would foresee the plans of the enemy and he would thwart them and, and fight on your behalf and fight on behalf of our nations and our, our lives, our ministries, everything that we're believing for. This is our heart's cry for us in this hour. So as we close out this day and this week, I thank you, each and every one of you, for listening. But let me pray over you. Let me bless you as we go into this next week and this next season in the Lord. So, Father, I thank you for every listener today. I thank you for their heart to stay with us and to fight with us and, and just to pray and stand no matter what is going on in the earth. We thank you for the protection over the Israeli army and the soldiers. I pray, Father, for the Palestinians that are in that land that do not want to be a part of this terror, that, Lord, they'd come forward and fight with you and work with you, Lord, to protect not only their own people, but all the people who are innocent, who just want freedom in the land. God, I thank you for that. I ask you to release your grace upon them today. And on this Shabbat, we ask that you give us that peace in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, Shabbat Shalom. Love you guys. Come back next week. We'll see you then. Thanks again. We start a whole nother series of releasing prophetic words from the Lord as we enter this new season. Do not be discouraged. Be encouraged for the Lord is mighty and he's on the move. 
Thanks for following us. It's a special week. It's our Thanksgiving week, and we're giving thanks to God all week. And thank you for being a part of this. And check out all our stuff on our app, or you can go to our website, ChristianCenterReport.com. All right, God bless you. See you tomorrow.